Hey you, what's happening at work? What's keeping you up at night? What's causing you frustration or depleting your wellness at work? Talk to me and with me. This is Joyce O'Dedison, your host with the What's Happening at Work show, where we create solutions to work, live, and play well. Join me now for next episode. Hello. Do you sometimes wonder why employees can be different or behave differently based on the leaders that they're working with? Have you ever seen someone who's done really well in a department and then they've been transferred or promoted or they have a new leader and their behavior changes for the positive or it could be for the negative? This is why I am talking to you today. My name is Tracy Didison. I am founder of Interpersonal Wellness Services, Inc. And today I want to talk to you about relational leadership. The reason why is to help you to understand the foundations of the relational leadership concept and framework that we teach. Because leaders today are leading in what is commonly known as the VUCA world. In 1985, two leaders, really, Warren Bennett and Bert Nannan came up with the term VUCA, VUCA leadership, meaning that leaders were leading in the most volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous time. That was 36 years ago. It is far different. That whole concept of VUCA has been put on warp speed, meaning that leaders today need to understand how to connect, how to engage, and how to interact with employees. Those they lead, whether you're a social leader, whether you're a leader by title, whether you're leading a uh, managers, supervisors, whether you're leading a team of executives, it is the same relational leadership skills that you will need to build influence for success that will help you to do more and go farther. Because the people you lead are your hands. The people you lead are your greatest asset to get things done. As a leader, your vision is translated to your employees, to your team. If you're leading a team, your vision, your focus, your direction will determine the success of the team. So what is relational leadership? You know, that's a really good question because the relational leadership framework provides you with an opportunity to see yourself as a leader. Let's take a look at the framework here. You will notice that that whole concept of relational leadership happens in what we call the framework. And it starts with a foundational assessment of where you are and where you want to get to. Then you're going to start looking at self-mastery, This is an area of self-learning, self-development, self-growth to a point where you can master 
your emotions, master your feelings, master your thoughts, master your leadership ability. And so in order for us to get there, there are certain elements that need to happen. You go first into that self-awareness. Who am I as a leader? What are my values? What are the things that I bring to my leadership that's uniquely me? How am I contributing to my team? How am I developing my team? How am I making things better for my team? As a leader, that's your question. That's the answer that you need to be asking yourself and finding the answer to on a daily basis. Being a relational leader, it's not something you become and then you forget about it. It's a process of continued growth. It's a process of self-exploration, self-examination. It is about moving from where you are to where you're continually moving to in a very dynamic VUCA world. Let's talk about that. It's your development plan. Giving yourself that opportunity to develop and to become the very best leader possible. It's also the opportunity for you to start looking at yourself from a relational building perspective. How am I building relationships with those I lead? This is a very important question you will ask yourself as a leader. It is going to give you some answers. Am I using a coaching conversation framework to engage with my leaders? Am I building trust with my leaders? Am I practicing responsible communication with, my, with those I lead? Am I leading and developing others? What you will notice in the relational leadership framework is that we have actually developed a program that teaches you how to do all of this. It also teaches you how to resolve conflicts and do collaborative management with your team, how to influence and impact, how to build team engagement. You're going to ask yourself, Am I effective? Am I an effective team building leader? Do I support my team to trust each other, to rely on each other, to support each other? If I wasn't able to show up to work today, would my team be sufficiently equipped to run things smoothly and to work well? Those are questions you must ask yourself as a leader. Those are questions you must think about as a leader because to not do so would be to be failing your team. So as a leader, you must think about those things. You have no choice but to think about them because they will determine your leadership. They will determine your success. They will also determine how far and how successful your team gets. You will go further and you will examine the wellness of your workplace. How well is my workplace? How innovative is my team? 
Do I inspire innovation and well-being in my team? Because this is critically important in a time where leaders are dropping dead at work. Literally, we need to have leaders who are reinforcing leadership styles and support leaders to work and live well. Then you ask yourself about the performance improvement strategies. What are the performance improvement strategies that I practice as a leader? What is my succession plan? And are my successors able to facilitate good, healthy performance improvement? What are the workplace safety and compliance measures that my team must comply with? Do I wait for there to be an incident for us to think about it? Or are we being proactive? Am I ensuring that my team is safe and that we are compliant with all of the rules and regulations and legislations around safety? And then most importantly, how do I inspire change and a mindset of change in my team? There are so many times when new leaders come into an organization or new changes are introduced. Employees and individuals and leaders grumble. They resist change. Humans have this innate capacity to resist change. It is your job as a leader to recognize that. And to say, I am going to ensure that my team has the well-being intelligence to be able to be resilient through the next change. Not if change comes, but when it comes. The next change, knowing that change is inevitable in any growing learning organization. And in order for your team to be successful, they must have a growth mindset. As a leader, do you have a growth mindset? Do you practice a growth mindset? Only then can you truly say, I am ready to lead my team for success. I am ready to lead my team through change and innovation. I am ready. My team is ready. The readiness of your team to face the challenges and to be resilient in the workplace is going to be falling upon your shoulder as a leader. And I'm not talking about the leadership where you castigate and berate and belittle your people. No, the leadership, the relational leadership style is one that invites you to be curious about what is happening for your people. One that invites dialogue from your team members. Ask them, what is happening for you? Where do you need to grow right now? What is the big obstacle, biggest obstacle to your growth? What kind of change do you foresee? As we go through this process, through the relational leadership framework, it is based on a coaching concepts. And part of what you will learn is the ability to use coaching to drive your leadership and build 
sustainable relationships in your organization with your team and as a leader of people. People management is the most difficult job on the planet. And if you've been given the privilege of leading others, do not take it slightly. It is important. It is a calling. And it is a divine appointment. An appointment to lead others is something that you should never, ever dismiss as just another job. In my 26 years working with leaders, working in organization as a conflict analyst, corporate trainer, workplace wellness specialist, I have seen situations where leaders refer to their employees as herds of cows and all kinds of derogatory terms. These are not relational leaders' behavior. Relational leaders seize the humanness of the people they lead. They value people. They lead with integrity and respect and compassion and concern for those they lead. They lead from a place of truth because their purpose is to develop, to inspire, and to give rise to stars. So now that you are here in the Relational Leadership Program, I want to invite you to do your own personal assessment and figure out who you are, where you are, and what it is you need to be doing right now. Because at no other time is it more important for you to learn how well you're doing in the wellness competencies. How developed are you? How much work you need to do? And what's in the way of you becoming a relational leader? So this will give you an opportunity to start seeing for yourself the benefits and the challenges and the growth opportunity to become a relational leader. Take some time and think about it and we'll be back in the next lesson. You've been listening to What's Happening at Work. This is Joyce Edison, your host, and I want to thank you for being with us. Thank our guests and our sponsors, Interpersonal Wellness Services, Inc., the Global Workplace Wellness Summit, and of course, the Wellness Competency Mindset Movement. And if you want to hear from us, learn more or get more episodes, join us at interpersonalwellness.com, where we help you to work, live, and play well. Bye now, and we'll see you for another episode.